everybody and today is our first episode of the because of jesus podcast um this is something that we've been kind of working on for a little while um getting this uh studio ready and all those types of things and so um i want to let you guys know of a few things that we uh that we have planned for this this isn't just because we have a studio room or anything like that this is because of you um not only because of Jesus, but because of you, because you have asked for more content. Um, we've had a lot of good feedback on our uh, message podcast because um, downloads every single week, um, certain messages other than other, others because of popularity, because they've been shared and things like that. But um, really because um, because of your feedback and you've asked us to provide more content. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the man sitting beside me, our pastor, Pastor Neil Nolan, and his messages on Sundays. But um, also there's been a desire for more content so that we can create, we can connect with our audience better and our congregation. And I say audience because we have an audience outside of our congregation, maybe from other churches Absolutely. or even other people that, um, in leadership. yeah, in leadership and other people that live outside of South Carolina that can't be with us, um, on a weekly basis. And so a lot of those things. And so I want to thank not only just every one of you for, for coming out and, and listening and subscribing and all those types of things, but um, thank our church and our, on our council and our pastor and our leadership for allowing us because this led to the investment of creating um, this studio uh, space and an upgrade of our production room. And we're, we are almost done completely with the production room. We're pretty much done with our studio and how we want it to look, but our production room is really um, next level and, and getting to a place where um, it's it's a I'm trying to think of the right word, but it's a it's a desirable place for serve, a desirable place to serve. And so, um, thank you guys for that. And so, yeah, yeah. It, it has value, and and you're to be credited for this. Your vision and a skill set that God's blessed you with. Um, it, it comes natural to you. It does not to me. And so it's amazing how God's put us together through our lives for such a time as this. And we're going to talk about that in a few moments. But, man, I, you're awesome. Um, you know how I feel about you and your, what God's gifted you with and your anointing. And I'm excited about our future and what God's about to do through this so we can reach more people and give uh, biblical content. You know, my style of ministry is very, it says what it says. And Amen. we don't need to turn the Bible to fit our American culture. And so I'm excited about that to reach a new audience. But uh, credit to you, credit to our church, uh, credit to a core group of friends of mine outside this church. Yeah. I have some pastors um, that I'm close to that pushed me like, Neil, why are you not doing this? You should be doing this. So uh, this is outside my comfort zone. Um, but here we go, and yeah. I, I'm excited about the future. And kind of let you guys know what's to come. This first podcast might be a little bit longer than others. We want to shoot to be anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes every yeah. week. Um, and this is going to be a weekly thing. Um, we, we There may be part one and two to certain discussions for length purposes. Today might be a little bit longer just because it's our first one. We have yeah. this introductory stuff to let you guys know what the plan is and things like that. But um, the first thing that we want to do is, is to uh, provide a, another platform um, for content, first of all, we're going to do this um, audio and visual. So this will go on our YouTube page every single week, um, shooting for Thursdays, more content on Thursdays. Um, and so we'll we'll get those things going. But then also, um, I say Thursdays, I think we're actually going to do Wednesdays. So that way there's something before Wednesday night service goes out. But um, we have uh, some more content to go out. Then also, so that way... Um, you can hear kind of some behind the scenes stuff of what happens on Sunday services. Absolutely. This, this podcast is going to be about, um, the message on the pa previous Sunday going behind the scenes on 
yeah. how how pastor uh, became how he got the inspiration and, and led by the spirit to preach what he preached and also maybe going to some things that why he said what he said um, in the scripture <laughs> we'll get into that from this past <laughs> yeah. Sunday in a few minutes but uh and uh, but then also you're gonna hear I won't be here every single week sometimes I'll be behind the camera and stuff like that but um, you're gonna hear from pastor Russell and, and pastor John Mark and even yeah. pastor Austin and bring in all different perspectives um, from what uh, this podcast is about so you'll see you'll see this guy pretty much every week because um, this is this is the the man behind it but uh want to be sure that uh, you guys know what's coming and it's going to be variety and it's going to be it's going to be really really good so yeah, it's be fun um, we're too. excited about yeah. it yeah we'll throw a few fun things every now yeah. and then so um, but the first thing we want to do I mean this is the whole purpose behind it is kind of go behind what's happening on Sundays and we've yeah. had two brand new uh, two brand new sermons from a new series of Esther and um, this is kind of the purpose behind it. So um, walk yeah. us through kind of how you got um, to to Esther. Um, very reluctant. Um, I, you know, I'm, I, I jump right into the Bible. That's my passion. But I like to present Scripture as it says. And I, I feel like sometimes uh, we try to fit uh, the Bible into our certain culture and certain style. We try to put our American spin on it. And so Esther was really foreign to me. I've never done a series on Esther. I've been pushed to do it. But um, it didn't resonate in my spirit. And a couple of reasons why. First of all, I didn't understand it. Uh, I'm a history guy, but I really didn't understand it because it was always presented to me as, secondly, as a beauty pageant. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm from South Carolina. I love football. I love hunting, fishing. And so that just wasn't my cup of tea, you know. God uses this, this beautiful girl for such a time as this. And I love that. And I've heard everybody preach that part of it. And so I'm, I felt like, well, they've done that. There's no, no need for me to come bring that back. And then my lack of life experience, because early in my ministry, um, not understanding the sovereignty of God and the providential hand of God, that God working behind the scenes. You know, Matthew Henry would say that God's name is never mentioned in Esther, but his hand is all over it. So years of studying ministry brought me to that, that point. So a few months ago, I just felt uh, through prayer and I felt the leading of the Holy Spirit to begin to dig in Esther, and I'm glad that I did. And I'm, I've got got a degree from Lee. I <laughs> took a class on Esther. But honestly, we do it at face value. You know, my buddy Chris Kilgore says, you know, we like Scripture on our terms. So we like Rahab of Scripture, but we like her right next to uh, Mary the Virgin. But we don't want to move on to Mary, Mary Magdalene mm -hmm. or those that really need the Lord because we want church to fit into our box, our culture, um, and then we go about our life's business. But that's not what the Bible does. The Bible will mess your world up. The Bible gets all in your business because it's supposed to. It's God's word for us. It's his, his lamp unto our, our feet. And so as I began to study Esther, I was not only amazed as I began to see the Holy Ghost pull the curtain behind the curtain behind the scene. And then I said, oh, yeah, Lord, we can preach this with your help. And so, so far, it seems like this is probably um, – the most requested thing that I've done yet. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been amazing. And we're just getting started. And I made a quote Sunday uh, that's kind of got the church buzzing. We'll talk about that either today or next <laughs> week. But to be honest with you, if we look behind the scenes, we see the hand of God at work. God placing people at the right spot for the right time. But, but Johnny, we've got to deal with some things that we don't want to talk about. And so for the time we have today to set up the rest of this, um, we need to talk about some things that the Bible plainly says and that we kind of debunk some church myths about Esther mm -hmm. so we can really understand what God's doing and how God is on display. Yeah. And we going back to the, the feedback that we got, and it has been not only just feedback outside of the 
the messages, but also feedback inside the sanctuary as well. Um, I remember the first two weeks ago, the first service, it was like the first message of this series during the first service, the response was, was great. And if you come to the first service, we don't mean this by any ways, but it's, it's a, it's a quieter, more reserved service, but that service, it was like, it was, it was on. Um, and and I could tell that in between services, it was you had to kind of rejuvenate yourself after yeah, that first one. Um, absolutely. And uh, and even the second service, that same first uh, same first message um, in the altar time, there was response, but there was also upbeat and celebration yeah. um, from that. So the responses have been, and it shows us the numbers online also show us the responses well, as well. If we're going to do anything here, we're going to be off, we're going to be authentic, yeah. and we're going to present scripture as it is. So first of all. Um, you have a king, but he's a drunken king. Mm-hmm. You have a king who has a 180-day party, and that's a party. Uh, who throws a second party for seven days, and Queen Vashti has also a you can call it a party or a banquet. You can you can jazz it up to fill whatever church you, you you go to, but it is what it is, and it says what it says. So so what you have initially, you have a king that God's going to use, even though this king um, is a sinful king, he is a prideful king, and a king that would eventually fall. You have God use this. To do what? To bring about salvation to the people of God and also one day to take us to the New Testament. So if we're going to preach it, we're going to preach it right. To get to Queen Esther, we first got to talk about a drunken queen. Mm-hmm. Then we have to talk about how he wanted to parade his wife with a crown on her head. Now, we can say that that um, that we don't know if it was going to be clothed or unclothed. I know it was enough that she did not adhere to the king's um, uh, demand and so because of that, the nobles say to the king, if you're going to let your wife go unchecked, what's our, our women going to do, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not a righteous thing. It's them thinking about what their wives were going to do at home uh, when they tell their wives to do something. They said, well, Queen Vashti didn't obey the king, so why do we have to obey you? So he makes this decree to banish his queen. And between chapter 1 and chapter 2, there's some years there, and history tells us he goes out to battle. And, this, and you talk about the providence of God, you talk about three empires, the Babylonian Empire, the Mede-Persian Empire, and then the Greek Empire. And eventually God will use all three of these so the New Testament can travel out and the gospel will travel out. That's another sermon. But getting back to this, so what you have, you have a queen that rejects the king's demands. And so then he goes to battle, he's defeated, and now he's got to quench that thirst. He has plenty of women. He has two harems, two, Johnny, two harems. <laughs> um, he has many wives and concubines. But to get this, so to speak, uh, the bad taste out of his mouth, now we're going to have somebody comes up with the idea, how we preach it, that there's going to be a beauty pageant. Josephus tells us that 400 women in this 127 um, provident, uh, providential empire or provinces, excuse me, they find 400 women. That's what he says. But nevertheless, it was a, a large group of women. And it just so happens, it just so happens that Esther being raised by Mordecai, this exile girl, this child of captivity, this Jewish girl who is hiding her identity will be one of these women that will have a chance. Now, I want you to get this with me. Have a chance, not just for a beauty pageant. That's our words. We go, see, I think of a beauty pageant, Johnny. Mm. I'm thinking of we're preparing our little girl to go get the best dress, to go out, to do the pageant wave, to quote Abraham Lincoln or some um, historical figure. And then when she wins it, she's going to have this courtship with the king and uh, they're going to go out about their business and get married and go to uh, the Bahamas for their honeymoon. It's not what this is about. 
She's going to be prepared. And I'm, I'm moving ahead probably the next week. But she's going to be prepared to line up for a night. A night with the king. It says what it says. Yeah. She's going to be prepared for 12 years, six months of myrrh, six months of perfume. That's a lot of prepping to get her ready. Now, the favor of God's all over her. We'll talk about that next week. But if we're going to be true and preach Esther, let's preach it the right way. She's getting ready for a night, mm-hmm. a night with the king. Were you with me? No, oh, yeah. And so this is this is a little bit more than a, a beauty pageant. And what we have problem with in the church is this. How can God use this? Where is this righteous, holy God using a story like this, a drunken king, a historical um, situation that was against the people of God, to use a banished queen and a Jewish girl hiding her identity, uh, eating the wrong food, not going back to the to the promised land, living in another man's land. And then we want to jazz it up to fit on Sunday morning in America at 11 o'clock so we can go about our business and say, well, God can still use people. Yeah, he uses people, but he used a lot of people at Esther. Now, if I'm going too fast or I'm preaching too much, stop mm. me. This is my first time. But I'm, I'm passionate about the word and presenting it right. And so this is what moved me with Esther. God's using, you know, go, go back to the election and COVID years. I hate going back. But when I preached the Habakkuk series, I would t- people would come to my office and say, God would never allow this, and God would never allow that, and God would never allow this. And I want to say, you're not reading your Bible. God, God's sovereignty and plan allowed a lot to bring about his ultimate plan. So we see God, in, to me, not as God really is. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, going back to, I mean, all those things he allowed, I can look back and see certain things in my own life that he allowed that if he didn't allow those things to happen, I wouldn't be where I am today. And Preach. many of me, everybody else can probably say the same thing. But Preach. at the time, it doesn't feel like that. At the time, it feels like everything's falling apart around you and that you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but you see the sovereignty and you see the will that he has lined up for your life. And and now you look back and like, okay, yeah. while all those things were terrible at the time and they didn't make <laughs> sense, and now I see what he was doing. Come on, that, that, that's your Romans 8 passage. That that is the word providence and provision are so close in Scripture. Um, God's providential hand leading, and, and the old preachers say, where He leads, He provides. But I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for the struggle. It's the struggle that got me here. I've got good people around me. Uh, I'm a graduate of Lee University. Uh, God's been good to me, you know. But let, let's let's be straight here. It's the struggle, man. Mm-hmm. You know, here, hearing somebody preach about, about about God is awesome. We got some great preachers that we listen to in the Church of God, outside the Church of God. I got close friends like Chris Kilgore and Jamie Barfield that I listen to, uh, Kevin Wallace outside the Church of God and others. But let's be straight here. It's the storm. It's the storms of life that shape me and mold me. I, I told you earlier I didn't like Esther because I didn't have life experience, because I didn't understand how God could work in that. But, but brother— Living now for God for 27 years, 28 years, <laughs> if God can use me, he can use anybody. And, and so, you, you know what I'm saying, you, you take off that prideful, arrogant crown, and you look yourself in the mirror, and you go, I'm not perfect. And I come, so, I come from some dysfunction, and I, I've been through a thing or two, and I don't understand how God can anoint me or even use me. I don't understand. You know, your, your, your enemies will tell you, man, I don't know how you got there. <laughs> man, you're, you're singing my song. You know, you're, you're singing my song. Yeah. I don't know how I got where I'm at. I don't even know why God would even choose to use me. Uh, you know, so don't don't think you're doing me a disjustice or, or, you know, when you gossip behind my back or you wink, wink, or you know how certain church 
people that try to steal members or something by have you heard situations. Man, you ain't got to do no have you heard. I'll tell you where I've been and what I've done and, and what I've gone through. I'm, I'm not that guy, man. I'm not that guy. And so don't don't think that, you know, you've got to manipulate the situation to bring about your good. I'll shoot straight with you. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, if it had not been for the grace of God, this chapter 2, which we'll talk next week, you know, four times it mentions about the favor, the favor that was on Esther's life. Man, I'd rather have God's favor and the man's approval any day of the week. And so let's just get straight on this before we move any further in this podcast. Man, ain't nobody got to tell me what God's done for me. I know what God has done for me. And, and that's why I serve him. He's a good God. He's been good to me and he's been good to my family. Uh, man, so you, that's why I didn't want to do this. I did not want to do this for this reason. Man, when I think about my son, I think about God's hand. I don't care who don't want to hear it. Man, when I think about what God spoke to me, what he promised me, and then it played out in public and people go, man, that shouldn't happen that way. Man, I know what should should happen, what should not happen. If it had not been for God, man, if it had not been for what the Lord done for me, uh, man, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So like Esther, you know, before we get to such a time as this, let's talk about the time first of how God got us there. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's just be straight from the jump, John. If we're going to do this, I'm going to be me and I'm going to be raw. And it, the scripture says what it says. And that's what you said. It's about life. If you didn't go through that, you wouldn't be here. And if I went through that, I wouldn't be here. But God, who is rich in mercy. And I, I think it's God who says, I'll use that to show them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. No, it, no. And it, this, is what, this is what we want to do. We want to provide... Um, raw and and real emotion behind this too because yeah. you I mean you provide raw and real emotion on the pool in the pulpit, um, but in a conversation and and more behind the scenes depth of of how you got to the scripture where you did and and how the thought came behind yeah. where it did and then um, just relating it back to personal because somebody may somebody may watch this and listen to this that has never listened to a message first yeah. and it may get them there. So that's exactly what we want. So now be, be, be you. I'm going to be me. <laughs> if I want to do anything, I'm going to be me. And, and, and that was my, my only insecurity. That's why I didn't want to do this because, you know, you, you know, when I started preaching, you preach a bad sermon or say something, nobody knew it back then. Uh, I mean, at best you go by the cassette tape, you know what I'm saying? And so now you hit that button, content's out there. It's good and bad. It's good because you promote the kingdom and it grows the kingdom. But the negative is if you say something, people don't, they don't want to give you grace. Oh, Neil said that. And then they dissect it and they twist it and they want to use it against you. You know, it's what I always tell you, you know, we condemn other people's children to hell and then we plead the grace of God for ours and blame somebody else. And so... No, I, but I'm here now, and I'm comfortable in my own skin and, and, and becoming more comfortable, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it the way I feel like it is in Scripture, and it says what it says. And so I don't know how far, if you want to stop here, we can to get the next week with favor of God. So this lady, Hadassah, gets to the place because God's hand is all over her life. John Darby said, God's ways are behind the scenes, but he moves all the scenes which he is behind. And so God is strategically lining up things for the right time, for such a time as this. But make no bones about it, Johnny. He does it. He does it with a drunken king, Vashti who doesn't get credit by denying the king's request. 
to line up, and we'll go next week on this, to line up for one night. Now, I said this Sunday, and I, I the crowd, you know, I said like <laughs> the theologian Eminem said, you get one shot. Yeah. That's it, one shot. They had one shot. She had one shot that night for the king to call a second time. We'll talk about that next week. And so that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. I got several requests asking to put um, – to have you walk up to Eminem's one shot no. song today, but I don't think we can <laughs> no, do that. No, that. We, I don't know where that no, came from. But, um, no, that's a, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, but no, we this is exactly what we want to bring you guys every single week. Like I said, you won't see me every single week, but um, you'll see the same passion and the same um, feedback from from the messages yeah. that every single week. And so, thank you for joining us this first week. This is part one of the Because of Jesus podcast of many. Um, we yeah. are able to walk in here anytime. Um, and, and, and set up and record. And so um, if you if you can, uh, just as a little housekeeping here, just drop drop a comment down below, whether you're watching on YouTube, um, and let us know what you think about today and what you may want to hear from the Esther, Esther series. If you Absolutely. have a question of from part one or part two um, from this past series, you can go back and listen uh, to our uh, podcast, the message podcast from uh, our Wednesday night messages, but also our Sunday messages is what we're was what we're discussing clearly in uh, this in this portion. Um, you can go to our website at pscog.org and uh, click the watch and listen tab. And then uh, there's three different tabs that pull underneath that live stream, media, and podcast. If you go to media, that will take you directly to our YouTube channel. If you go to podcast, that will take you to our podcast platform. This will be, as I said earlier, on video pla- on uh, on video. Uh, so lost the word there um, on our YouTube channel for you to watch. And then also on our podcast platform. So you can listen going down the road, uh, whether you're commuting back and forth from work or you're traveling. Yeah. Um, so be sure to do that. Um, subscribe to both of those channels. Our YouTube channel has taken off. Um, and I believe this will take it off even better. Um, we're, we want to hit over a thousand subscribers before the new year. And I believe we can do that with your help. So subscribe to this podcast via YouTube and our listening platform. We're also on any podcast, um, Apple podcast, Google cut podcast, um, Spotify, every platform that you can think of podcast wise, this will be out there. So be sure to subscribe and listen to share with a friend. And, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday morning. And, uh, yeah, you got anything last nah, pastor there? Good there. So, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I think this will be, um, not only authentic, but very raw. It's intended to be that way. So in the pulpit, I'm, I'm pretty straightforward in the pulpit, but this will give more behind the scenes, um, as we talk scripture and we talk really what the Bible presents, but it's, it's going to be a raw platform and I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm finally here. This took me a while to get here, but I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. And also I mentioned dropping the pot comments earlier. Let's do a little poll, um, who would you like to see on those of you watching on YouTube or if you listen on podcast, you can go comment on YouTube later. Who would you like to see on the next uh, podcast? Who you like to see Pastor Russell or Pastor John Mark? Let us know and uh, we'll kind of get a little behind the scenes there, a little competition. But let us know in the comments who you'd like to see join Pastor in the next podcast on part two. Uh, thanks for joining us today on the Because of Jesus podcast and we will see you guys next time.